got a, got a year? What do you reckon now, 28? Uh, 1990, <laughs> first three, 1994. Yep. First, oh, okay. first of August, 94. First of all, oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Any... Any songs? There's a, there's a, did we have an Ace of Bass one before? Yeah, we did, Maybe but we did. didn't have... The, I want an, another baby. Don't Turn Around by Ace of Bass. Ace of Bass, okay. Give us a band. Um, track one is Wet, Wet, Wet. Oh, 1994. Is that from yeah. Love Is All Around? Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's a good be, one. That would be stuff like I Swear. Can't oh. see it. No, no, I Swear. Oh. I thought it was all in the same thing. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, sorry. Track two. What is it? I swear, all for one. Oh, all for one. That's one of those, yeah, clear, yeah, yeah. One of those boy bands. Cheesy. Any Oasis in there? Uh, let me see. Oh, there's Blur, Girls and Boys. Girls and Boys. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah, the same. That one. We're and starting to get to... Cigarettes and alcohol. Give us a band. Go on. Um, oh, let's see. I'm going, getting further down the list now. Uh, how about... Oh, there's a Prodigy. The Prodigy. I'm Starter. No, no good by the project. I don't think I know that one. No. Uh, the Pretenders. Oh, Pretenders. That's got to be in August. The Pretenders. No idea. I didn't think I'll, that was... I'll the... Stand By You. I'll Stand By You. That's a pretty was... good one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we're getting better. There's another d Ream. You are the best thing. Oh, yeah. You, you, the letter U and the letter R, the best thing. Oh, that's, that's like kids clubs and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With a Z, yeah. which I always write it as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. We're getting there. We're yeah. getting there with good, 94. decent music. 94. Also, yeah. Podcast number 28. How are you doing, Steve? You yeah, I'm doing good. It's doing good. It's been really good to have the new members of staff. So Hazel, who's the operations director, is in her second week. Nikki, who's the uh, new PA to me, is in her third week. And uh, Laura's probably in week six or seven or eight. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's going really well. She's the Love Your Neighbour hub manager. Um, but I think the team's good. It's strange times, obviously, going back into lockdown. Um, really praying for Crawley. Um, still doing a lot of stuff with Love Your Neighbour and sorting out what that looks like. Mm. Really excited with the Love Christmas. So we've got Love Christmas coming. Yep. Uh, obviously, we always love Christmas, but Love Christmas is a campaign with the Love Your Neighbour churches, which is about 400 churches now across the nation, all from different denominations, are gathering together to put... Uh, we begin asking St John's to sponsor a box, which is about uh, ten pounds. Yep. Uh, think of someone, ideas of who to deliver that. So yeah. literally, love your neighbour, get to you know can, you. You can nominate a neighbour on the website. Brilliant. If you click on the button, you can let us know who you think might deserve a, a box. Yeah, I've clicked me about eighty-five times. <laughs> <laughs> no, and um, yeah, so it's really so that's part of it, and then, but it's it's saying that at this time to love Christmas is to love Jesus. Mm. And as churches together, we're, we're, we're declaring that with loves of gifts, but also working with the Easter team and Christians Against Poverty Cap and seven churches now, which is yeah, just yeah. incredible. And we've got our first, well, first in a, in a while, um, like unity service, haven't yeah. we, coming up um, the first Sunday in December, which will be really good. Yeah, we need just, uh, yeah, it'd be really great. We're going to have that. It's not going to be, even if we come out of lockdown, it won't be ticketed because we It'd be hard yeah. for all the churches we to get. Got, yeah, it'd yeah. be one person for each church. Yeah, <laughs> and so that was really good. And we, we've just been at a meeting about uh, 24 hours of prayer coming out the yeah. back of that yeah. with Amanda, who leads our prayer here. She's, uh, um, we're talking about finishing that and through Sunday night to Monday as a, as a team to be doing that. And there'll be an interactive 
prayer room that you can just join on Facebook. It'll be live just to yeah. pray for things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really exciting, isn't it? Yeah. I love Christmas. Yeah. Love cri- literally, hashtag love yeah, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. So and how's your week been? Yeah, been good. Um, we had our first kind of, uh, well, we called it a rehearsal. It wasn't really a rehearsal for Christmas. We got together and started. I said, like, in the last couple of podcasts how organised or unorganised I've been about Christmas, but we have started arranging some of the music for contemporary carols, yeah. which is really good fun uh, with some of the worship team. That's yeah, it's yeah. good. It's been no, a good, good week. And your, your wonderful wife is going to be preaching on Sunday. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so we were up late last night. Well, I'm, she, I'm, she wrote it, I was spell-checking it. Oh, brilliant. I can't wait, because oh, I'll pick up on the spell-check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I can't wait for the stories about you, James, because it's yeah. about family. It's <laughs> That's about... why I wanted to read it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And the Sunday services has gone to another level with the 9.30, uh, 9 o'clock, 9.30, with um, Claire Clark singing. It's yeah, been absolutely, yeah. so Claire's been, it's been super. It's been amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good having live worship, you know, there's a time and a place for songs of praise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's good to be getting them out of our nine o'clock service. And yeah, Aaron's just come on leaps and bounds. Yeah, amazing. One of our uh, carol services as well. Hopefully, by the time we're out of lockdown, we're going to have a carols by candlelight, which will be, which will have some organ-led hymns and some uh, with like piano and guitar and that kind of thing, which we're really excited for. I think that would be a really nice service. Yeah. And if the government goes to 24th, we're going to be doing a lot on Christmas Yeah, we'll Eve. be doing 10. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah on Christmas Eve. Midnight Mass. Yeah, yeah. 1am Mass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we spoke um, a, bit, a little bit last week about um, our passion groups, how to share our stories, um, and then kind of sharing vision in those stories. Um, and as you said, and then on Sunday you preached about community and like the importance of community. And like you say, Emily's continuing that this week. But yeah, yeah, it's just... Yeah, just saying that we have this ideal uh, image of community and then when it fell, falls, falls short, we get really frustrated and walk away from it or get really annoyed about it. And um, But actually, community is hard and it's the messiness in between and we're called to, um, I th- you know, it's, it's non-negotiable mm-hmm. for being a follower of Jesus to do it in community. You can't do being a follower of Jesus on your own. And, it's, and it also in life, we're, we're made for connections um, and it's hard. Uh, and it takes time, but the risk of uh, opening your heart to it and staying with it um, is where the Holy Spirit can come in and transform you. Yeah. Obviously, recognizing that some community is not right, mm. and that's we want St John's to be a safe place. Uh, and some commu- uh, some relationships, I think, on the model we use yeah. are bad, and you need to walk away from them. Yeah. So, yeah. but real community uh, is just uh, we're just going on, a, I just did a, one of my walks with Amanda, she obviously lives in the Mallard's house, she mm-hmm. does community and that's where things are exposed and, and encouragement does happen. Yeah, so yeah. That's cool. It's by, um, you know, that repeated thing, so we've said with our passion groups meet at least every other week, but it's by sharing our stories and then continuing to do life together, as you say, there isn't you know, it, it can be quite scary for some people, but th- there's kind of that vulnerability, isn't there, that, yeah. that opens up and I think part of what Emily's going to say on Sunday is about like there's a few different things of when we're community and family that kind of get in the way. Yeah. And then there are different steps that we can take to kind of be proactive and to, um, to, to pursue it, to, to really go for it. Cause it is something that we need to, we need to train for like, like yeah. we're doing the patterns, like with um, teaching and that kind of thing. We, it's not just something that's going to happen because we are going to have expectations. We're going to have different things that will get in the way. So yeah, really excited with the pattern series, the be with Jesus, become like Jesus and do what he did. And just telling, you know, if you've been in a pattern group, is to revisit that. Um, it's to start setting the rules of what your pattern group's going to be. Mm. Um, 
as I've now double booked myself for my pattern groups meeting tonight, I might, I might not be able to be there, um, yeah. which is not good. And <laughs> don't use me as an example, but I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm a work in progress. Yeah. Um, but it's to say, you know, what teaching are you going to be under? What, what books of the Bible are you going to read together? Uh, what book are you going to read? So I know lots of people have read John Mark Comer's, you know, what are you going to read next? What mm. are you going to do together? Mm. And then look at community and say, you know, how many times are you going to uh, meet? What does being challenged look like in your group and how are you going to encourage people? Find out, yeah. you know, I'd really encourage you, encourage courage, to find out people's love languages yeah. in your group. Yeah, Just have that conversation because you might be saying to people, you're brilliant, but words of affirmation mean absolutely nothing to them. Yeah. And so... I'd encourage that. And then, yeah, really excited to look as a church on Patton. We, the groups had, uh, Central Group had a good meeting oh, yeah, on, really Mon- good on, on Monday and Zoom. And it was just great to hear those stories of people that have read the Mark John Comer book, The Radical Elimination of Hurry, and um, have taken on the Sabbath. Yeah. And and have seen it really transform yeah, even yeah. in a week or two. I love the description that someone used that. Um, oh, yeah. Before the day before they were doing all their like jobs and housework and that kind of thing, so on the Sabbath they could rest, and it reminded them of Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. and I, I really like that image. I think that's really good because yeah, it's exactly right. On, on Christmas Day you just want to chill and spend time with family and play games and yeah, um, fall asleep. But, uh, fall asleep, but also ties in with that. So like, um, we go to church on Christmas Day in the morning and we f- we focus on the true meaning of Christmas as well as having the fun and the kind of balance. Yeah. Like I think that's such a good way of looking at Sabbath. Like, it's kind of the perfect image yeah. to me, isn't it? Other than well, overeating and all the yeah. presents. Well, funny enough, is Walter Brueggemann writes it as a radical um, statement. It's like a resistance, the Sabbath, because it was taken in Exodus when, we'll get all this into, into January, but when the Exodus story is taking place and Moses is calling for set the people free, mm. uh, actually them taking the Sabbath and celebrating the Sabbath is is a direct contrast to the, the culture of the world they came from, which was slavery and work seven days a week. Yeah. So it's an act of resistance against mm. the culture of the world. Mm. So I wonder if that, that's definitely still the, the case now, isn't it? And But in lockdown, what Sabbath is, is quite an interesting thing because more people's days aren't going to be filled with work. Yeah. Um, but I think it's that, it's um it, you can it's still resistance it's still it's not just sitting down watching netflix it's not no. just like all these things it's being proactive but like getting out for a, a walk to enjoy like nature and god's creation and um yeah and like we've spoken about before like cooking not getting a takeaway on your day off but cooking because yeah. um yeah you can still you can still do sabbath even if you're at home every day chilling yeah. like, on furlough um but sabbath can still be a day set apart yeah, I've just read another another book called Slow Church, which is a, f- a few years old, but um, it's taken out of the slow uh, eat movement that started, or slow food movement, um, a, f- a number of years ago. Was, written, was that written by Jonathan? Jonathan is the slowest cook I've ever been on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he'd <laughs> love this book because it is about really delighting in... So do you go around for dinner with him and he's like, and you're due to eat at 7.30 yeah. you eat about 9? Oh, later than that. Really? We've been around and he's not starting. He's like, we're making pasta together tonight and we don't eat until gone 11 or something like that. And he's like, should we make a crumble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Well, that, well it, 
Jonathan's made for this book. Yeah, yeah. he's made. For, God, it's such a contrast. Uh, yeah, to you know the delivery that he does on a Sunday yeah, tech wise, yeah. and it's amazing. <laughs> no, but it's, it's talking about that sort of uh, book of local products uh, and really delighting in it, but doing it really slowly and getting a taste for a place. And actually, I think that's what we're called as Christians. I was saying stability for St. Benedict's is, uh, is staying in a place uh, in order to go somewhere. And it's like you get a taste for a place and, uh, yeah, slow church. I like the, I like the yeah. idea. Three miles an hour. goes back to John Mark Comer, sort of NT right stuff. God speeds three miles an hour. But mm. um, we, it sort of takes you away from the program-led stuff yeah. to actually deep relationships. So if you slowly eat a meal with each other, that's going to form you far more. That's what we're missing, aren't we? Mm. You know, really in the lockdown yeah, yeah, totally. is those slow meals. And you know, we had those shared lunches, but they were like we kind of forced that. You know, you get well, they were really good for those who came, but everyone's going, oh, I've got other stuff to do, and yeah, I, yeah. but actually, you got a delight in it, in conversations and mm. just. I remember, like, well, like we we often remember like the agape meal that we had a couple of years ago. That was just amazing time together of sharing food, but also the. Um, the volunteers party that we had in 2019 yeah. was really, really good in your back garden yeah. with the silent disco. Yeah. That was an amazing time. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. Cool. over the barbecue. Over the barbecue, yeah. L- lack of a mental note, never ask Jonathan to do the barbecue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, just, I've just got, oh yeah, he's great, because he's a tremendous cook. He is he? an amazing cook, yeah, yeah. Maybe I did him a bit of a disservice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. No, no, yeah, he is really, really impressive. Im- like, amazing, amazing food. We went camping and he's just cooking stuff that you shouldn't cook on camping because it's like proper posh food. Oh, that, what did you have? Oh, well, we had like lamb and flatbreads one <laughs> night. We had, um, he, he, funny enough, he made a crumble, which was like, how are you going to make a crumble? Like, because we didn't have an oven, obviously, we were camping, but he made like the crumbly bit separate and like toasted that off and then stewed the fruit in a separate thing and then made custard. He started it off and then got Pete and Ash to carry it on. And um, Oh, I've seen their cocktails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we tasted it and we were like, this is a bit salty. <laughs> Looked back at the recipe and they'd put something like, it was supposed to be like the tiniest amount of salt yeah. and they'd like times it by 10 or something <laughs> like that. It was, Brilliant. Yeah. It's not great. But Jonathan is a good cook. Yeah. yeah. That's the salted caramel, salted custard. Yeah, no, it doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah. But that's what community is about. That's, that, that's having those sort of conversations. And once you get to know people through their story and you've built the trust, and he's made it a safe place by exploring what your pattern group looks like, then that's where real discipleship mm. happens. Yeah, we had our pattern group. We've kind of been off and on over the last month or so, um, but w- we've kind of set a rhythm, as you say. We're, we're going for, we're doing ours on Sundays, um, but we had our, like, story catch-up. So we did, like, a story catch-up one. We're going to do a story recap one and then look into, like, the vision stuff of... Um, deciding where we're going to go based on where we all are now yeah. and that kind of thing, which was really nice like to do a catch-up because we kind of, we see each other around. It can be easy to, to not do that. Yeah. But actually, we all had significant updates um, from, where, like from when we had last... Oh, let's tell us. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about confidentially last <laughs> yeah, week, yeah, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, amazing on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so-and-so was struggling with... So, yeah, <laughs> great, yeah, yeah. well <laughs> But no, it, it's, it's, it's definitely worth being intentional and continuing to revisit, as you say. Yeah, um, I think the other... Th- you know, I think what happens in a pattern group, you stay in the pattern group, even with your wife or your partner. It's very confidential. Yeah, yeah. You know, th- it's... 
is not to be discussed outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you might make a rule that it is, but at least you've made a rule Having outside. Having the conversation, it. isn't it's it? Important. Yeah. It's important. It's important because I will sit there and say, well, actually, it's not. Mm. While someone will sit there and go, oh, well, of course I share everything with my wife, but you yeah, need to yeah. have that conversation. Yeah. And there are like, there'll be elements of, uh, I think Emily will say a little bit about this on Sunday maybe, but uh, elements of our stories which will make us feel more vulnerable, how some people are kind of more likely to hold back something if they think that it might be shared. Yes. That's not, it's not, you're not going to get true vulnerability. Yeah. And therefore you'll still be wearing a mask and people won't really know it because actually part, that may explain a lot of your behaviour. Yeah. A lot of the reason why you're in the situation you are or a lot of reasons why you've turned out and and you react to certain things like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's important to be able to share that with your pattern group because they're the kind of things that when you're looking into what patterns to do, that will be really helpful and yeah. that will make these patterns transformative. Because if, you know, there's that graph that's on the website where you can be like either either in a comfortable position for you or a challenging position to you. And if you're always in comfort, yeah. they're going to be easy. You're not going to change. Yeah, you're just going to tick the box and go. If you're, So if you come from a real biblical, theological sort of scripture base, you're going to stay in scripture and just and that will just highlight your knowledge on the mm. path. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, but actually if you're then, you, you got to sit in community and love people just the way they are, that's going to really stretch you because you then that's where the rubber hits the road from what yeah. the scripture is love thy enemy and things like that will have to come out or it, some of the other stuff will push your buttons. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, we'd really encourage you if you've uh, missed any of the um, teaching and the sermon series um, so far, do head on to the website. Um, if you look for, if you go to the pattern bit, you'll land on the Way of Jesus page, which is um, has the teaching in there as well as information about pattern. Um, and you can kind of walk through. We think it's really kind of helpful to, to start at the beginning and, and go through uh, before you start your pattern group, or maybe once you've started, go through it together. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. We'll be online on Sunday at nine o'clock and at half past 11. And hopefully we will be able to see you in person really soon. We we'll hope you have a really blessed week and yeah, see you soon. Yeah.